Hello to all you doinks out there, and welcome back to another episode of Doinked with Josh and Michaela. We'll be going over everything that happened in the sports <laughs> no week because I quit. <laughs> this dude Fuck her cousins. <laughs> we'll get to that in a couple of games. Oh, my um, God. It, it needs to be talked about. Records really? going. <laughs> yes. Okay. Records going into the week. I started at 84.52, Dave at 77.59, Michaela at 73.63. Our guests, we had Jim at 82.54, Mike at 79.57, Ryan at 78.58, Meredith at 75.61, Jen and Jeff both at 73.63, Potter and Angela both at 70.66, Kristen at 65.71. An average week. I don't think we had any major standout. Oh, yeah. I sucked. That's a major standout. I went six for nine. You went six and nine. Yes. <laughs> I went seven and seven. The first four games screwed me. Ryan went three and eleven. Ooh. There you go. Two really bad weeks from one. And the worst part is that both of us were competing. Competing. Yeah. yeah. That basically kills our seasons. Yeah. I'm just. I'm. I stay where I am. I went five hundred. I. I mean, Meredith went. Th- Four and ten. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, she last had a rough five week. games. I mean, Ryan, it was the first four. He caught the middle three, and then Jen did. I really mean, everything well. after the oh. one o'clocks, I'm got wrong. So the three four o'clocks, yeah. the Sunday night, and the Monday night football game. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all I mean, got, we I, all got Monday night wrong. I mean, I started over five. I started over four. So anyway, but. Moving to Thursday night football, we had the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Carolina Panthers. I so <laughs> shout out to my coworker Brian. He's a Carolina Panthers fan. Carolina should have won the first game. Mm-hmm. Carolina should have won the first game. Mm-hmm. You had the you had the uh, DJ Moore ripping his helmet off in the end zone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was point, only what three weeks in between. Two weeks. Extra <laughs> point was pushed back. Then they get the interception in overtime. Yep. The kicker then misses the field goal in overtime, and then um, Koo hits the field goal to win it in overtime. So Atlanta was not better than Carolina the first time, and they certainly were not better the second time. And this game just proved it. And I mean, Mariota, I'm sorry, the interception I think he threw in the second quarter, the safety could have called a fair catch. He just lobbed it up there, and the safety could have sat under and been like, okay, I got it. He just fair caught it. It was that bad. Um, Carolina's defensive line took over this game. Yeah, they did. From the moment I turned it on, all I saw was their front four pushing the front five or the front six of Atlanta into Marcus Mariota's lap. Mm-hmm. He got Qu- sacked five times. Cordell Patterson did nothing nope. in this game, and he even called himself out um, to his uh, um, fantasy football Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, guys, I sucked. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because Mariota was their leading rusher, and that's not a recipe for success. No, it's not. And um, the their highest scoring fantasy point wise was Drake London because he got a touchdown. Yeah, oh, and yeah. Hodge because he got a touchdown. Otherwise, that the highest receiving yards by any <laughs> player was uh, Demir Bird with fifty eight receiving yards on three catches. Yeah, yeah, I, Carolina. Carolina should have won the first matchup, mm-hmm. in which I did take Carolina. And then I took Atlanta in the second matchup, even though I knew Carolina was the better team. And Carolina absolutely steamrolled them. Yeah. I mean, the score doesn't really show 
steamroll. You know what I'm saying? 2515 doesn't show it was a steamroll, but they steamrolled these guys. It was mm-hmm. ugly. It was absolutely They had ugly. them outmatched and yes. pretty much everything. Moving on to uh, Sunday football in Munich, Germany. What? What did I say? What did I say last week? Munich, they had to travel further. Yep. Seattle had to travel further. And what happened? Right. They came out flat. Their defense came out flat, and their offense came out flat. The only thing that kept them in this game was that Tampa came out flat to start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. They just couldn't, they couldn't fucking, get their running game off the ground. That fucking travel But running game them. should travel. So why didn't their running game succeed when he well, had more field, success passing? Well, the field was a mess. I'm not sure if you saw that, but the field was an absolute disaster. Like, I did not pay like attention. Because that's where Bayern plays, right? Bayern well, Munich, grass, yes. yeah, but in, it's natural grass. Yeah, unlike the pebble shit that they Where play on here in the United States. Seahawks but then the yeah. other, well, almost every stadium's got that pebble stuff yeah. nowadays. But the other side of it is, like, if you watch, like, when um, Brady slipped on the interception, yep, like his foot came out from under him, and then they kept showing like patches of the grass where you could just see like straight up cleat marks from guys like losing their footing. Yeah. So running games aren't going to travel very well unless your offensive line is A, well rested mm-hmm. and B, ready to come out and run a, and run that type of offense. And dude, Seattle did not travel. And I, no. I sometimes I feel like I should just fucking listen to myself but I don't because the other voices take over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. But this was a good game. It was I mean, a good Tampa game regardless needed, of the mess and, and Tampa... They like, needed a win. Yes. 100%. I mean, they're still top of the division, but still, I mean. Uh, and this was Brady's first pick in a while, too, right? Like he threw a pick yeah, in this game. Yeah, first in like mm-hmm. three hundred and eighty something passes. Yeah, three hundred eighty or, or three hundred ninety something. Like yeah, um, it was a bad pick. The guy was right fucking there. Yeah, like the good play on the linebacker. Um, but yeah, kudos to Tampa. Um, now that now that. Clearly ahead in that division. It's basically yeah, no. At this at. point, it's theirs to lose. Yeah, so. it is. Up next, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I can see your fucking face. Minnesota Vikings versus Buffalo Bills. This should have been the four o'clock game or the night game. I don't know why this was a one o'clock. How you go into the half <laughs> up twenty four ten. And then muster six points over the next three quarters. How do you fumble the ball on your own goal line? These are the questions. These are the questions. Who had a better catch? Justin Jefferson or Stefan Diggs? Stefan Diggs. I will not give it to Justin Jefferson. I will not give it to a Viking. That's my bias. What do you mean by, oh, you just mean catch this year in general? No, the catch they made in the, the game. The catch in the game. Oh, oh, Stefan's oh, okay. one-hander. Were ridiculous. <laughs> Out of coverage. Yeah. Justin Jefferson's one-handed in coverage, in double coverage, draped. You think Stephon and ripped it out of somebody else's hands? I'm just staying with Stephon. I like Stephon's catch better. Jay Jettis was more impactful. Oh, of course it was more impactful because they were they were down and they needed the fourth down conversion. And Kirk Cousin does what Kirk Cousin does: throws it into triple coverage. (laughs) And he just has a player that's capable of taking it. Exactly, it's a guy who can. Escape for him. Um, who else saved them in this game? Fucking Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. The guy did nothing in the game. first half. Nothing. And, and then, then he what has ha- an eighty-yard no- rush. Yeah. Yep. Fucking what? You bottled him up the entire game. You, you, you don't give up eighty-yard rushes unless not not. 
Not one player, not two players, but three players miss their gaps. Well, this just goes to prove of what we've been saying all year is that Buffalo can't put together a complete, complete game. game. They either have a great first half, great second half, great three quarters sporadically, and then and then they just fall flat. And Allen, now he leads the league in interceptions. Dude, they lead the league. I think they lead the league in turnovers. I think they have given up the either the whole team or Allen leads the league in both interceptions and overall turnovers. No, I it's think, like both. Yeah, I think no, I think Allen has both of those. Yeah, and then I think the team is leading the league in turnovers. Yeah. And that's they four turnovers in this game. Like we dog. Kirk Cousins, but if you're going to give somebody four extra possessions, well, technically it was only two extra possessions because Minnesota had two turnovers themselves. Yeah. But regardless, if you're going to give them extra possessions, Kirk Cousins has enough talent on the outside and talent in the backfield to make something happen. Yeah, the Bills really don't have a runner right now. It's Allen. Mm-hmm. That's pretty Just much their rusher. So ugly. But give it to Minnesota. These are the games they couldn't win last year when it comes down to these couple of possessions at the end of the game. They mm-hmm. lost like how many of them last year? They had like seven or eight. They lost all of them. They've been winning them this year. And then on the flip side, Buffalo has lost their last four overtime games, if I'm correct. Yeah. They're on four in their last OT and their last four games in overtime. So, Including last year's AFC Divisional. Exactly, and they went from first in the AFC East to now third, mm-hmm. just above. Because I believe the Jets have the game over them. Yep. Yes, and I'm not going to say Miami because I'm not 100% sure on that, but either way. But Miami's got a better Miami, record anyway. Yeah. Miami's 7-3. Yeah, they have, so they have they a have better the division, record. Period. So. Mm-hmm. They have the division. Up next, the Detroit Lions taking on the Chicago Bears in Soldier Field. Justin Fields, 147 rushes, 147 yards on 13 carries with two touchdowns. That man had a 60-something yard. 67. Yep. After the, 60, after the 61 last last week, yep. 67 this week. That's his second 60-plus yard rush this season. This kid is a stud with... Uh, everybody needs to pump the fucking brakes. Okay. He's playing behind an abysmal offensive line. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's still the number one sacked quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Okay, he is making plays with his legs, and I like that they're doing designed runs. But I'm sorry, my quarterback still needs to be able to drop back and throw for more than 150 yards. Understandable. And I understand he doesn't have all the weapons, but Cole Komet has turned up the last three weeks. That's yeah. where I, I was going to continue saying he is a stud. Surrounded by a lackluster team, I know. But I well, do you think Claypool is a good addition? I do, I do. Um, I just gotta I know it's s- only a second game, but I, I there's so much more I want to see <laughs> out of this team. All right, this is the first time that I can say Chicago shot themselves in the foot with some really bad, albeit oddly called penalties. Okay, and the reason why I'm going to say oddly called. You can call holding on every play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Go back and you can look at every play and there's some you can form find of something. holding, right? Yep. All right. What have I been harping all season about Chicago's run game? To the left. They run to the left. They run to the outside. They've been chunk plays. Mm-hmm. Khalil Herbert's been going for long plays, right? I think Chicago had five 
holding penalties on the exterior in this game. The referees were looking for something, Mm -hmm. and they were calling it repeatedly. Chicago is one of the least penalized teams in the NFL this season. They had nine penalties in this game. For 86 yards. Okay? That's a lot for them to have to overcome. Mm -hmm. On top of that, one of those penalties took away an interception late in the game, and on the next play, Swift scores a touchdown. Then, after Swift scores a touchdown, Fields throws, and this is why I can't call him... A stud. A stud. Throws an ugly fucking interception that gets returned for a pick six, and now the game's tied. And a stud would find a way to score score to keep his team in it. Mm -hmm. I get it. He got the touchdown at the end of the game to put them up, and the kicker, fucking kickers, missed the extra point. I get all that. I get that he's running he's running himself into the record books at this fucking point with the way he's been running for his life. But again, they've been doing a lot of more designed runs. Mm-hmm. The only thing I don't like is he's going to get the Michael Vick treatment. And I don't know if you guys understand what I mean by the Michael Vick treatment. By meaning he can only, I don't know, help a team just with his running? Nope. So. What I mean by the Michael Vick treatment is eventually offensive coaches are going to go to the referees and going to be like, we have to hit this guy like a running back. Oh, uh, okay. And then what's going to happen is you're going to get injuries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Fields isn't a small guy. Vic, Vic was a little bit smaller than Fields. Isn't if Fields I like 6'3", six, 6'4"? Six, Fields is a big guy. Yeah. But still, if you're going to hit him repeatedly, if he's going to be having designed run plays and you're going to give linebackers a chance to actually hit him. It's going to be like what happened to Cam Newton, all the hits that he took. Exactly. And it piled up on Cam. Uh-huh. I know Cam had a great career. You know what I mean? Led him to Super Bowl. He led him to a Super Bowl. Um, he was an MVP. He was a rookie of the year. I get all the accolades Cam had, but the hits take their toll. Yep. That's why quarterbacks need to get themselves pass ready. Maybe the offensive line isn't ready for him to be pass protected. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they're a better running. They're a better running team. Yeah. Two hundred and fifty-eight yards this week. I think they've been over two fifty last three weeks or yeah. four weeks. They've been running the ball very well. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I get all that. But you need this guy, especially with Luke Getze, a guy who was coaching Aaron Rodgers, and we've seen what happened to Aaron Rodgers since he's left. I'm not putting it all on Getze. Aaron Rodgers is a phenomenal talent, but there's a reason why Getze got the position he got in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I need to see more than 150 yards. And just so everybody realizes, it's 150 yards passing. 50 of those yards were on one play to Cole Komet. Okay, so on eleven other completions, he only had hundred yards. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's not sufficient. That. Oh, and Cole Komet's been a fucking stud. I don't know if I said that already. Guy's been yeah, playing out of his mm-hmm. since he hadn't had a touchdown in like twenty-eight consecutive games, and then three weeks in a row, I think he's caught a touchdown. He's Hasn't like, he been the lead receiver in he's been most leading, of those games yep, too? Or that's the thing. Yep, he's been their leading receiver. So obviously. Um, we're going to talk about a couple of other tight ends who are out of control in this league. And I've been waiting for Cole Komet to make that turn. Mm-hmm. It's good to see him making the turn. But you need somebody on the outside to to respect exactly what he does. Because then how's your running game going to pick up if well, you don't have the Their pass? running game is clearly able to do whatever the fuck it wants. Yeah. I just, I want to see them. Okay, BBWA. Um, I want to see these numbers be higher in the passing total. I want to see them closer to like 2, 210 mm-hmm. passing and then just churning games away, keeping the ball away from the opponent 
by running the ball. Because their defense really can't Yeah, defense it. is suffering right yeah. now with the losses. Like, ugh. I mean, I know Robert Quinn hasn't done dick for you guys, but Roquan Smith has looked good in the games he's played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Up next, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. This one was pretty one-sided. Um, yeah. Pat Mahomes does what Pat Mahomes does. Four touchdowns. He does throw a pick in this game, but I mean. Casey had three turnovers. That's not a, that's a sloppy fucking game. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and with a sloppy game, they still win by ten. points. Exactly. Yeah. Because when you got a team like that, and the thing is, is I mean, Jacksonville didn't have a g- horrible game. They just didn't. I mean, Kirk. Uh, Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Cousins. <laughs> Christian. Somebody's, he's in so, your dreams. Somebody's got. I'm a still. Crush. I'm still very happy with <laughs> Minnesota. I'm sorry. You should be. Kirk Thuggins. You shouldn't be. <laughs> Kirk Thuggins. Um, <laughs> like anyway, that. Christian Kirk, um, nine receptions for 105 yards and two touchdowns. Yep. He had himself a game. Yeah, I mean, Barbie's throwing to somebody. I bet they're just they're running games. fucking throwing to. Zay Jones, I mean, eight receptions for 68. But, I mean, when you have Kadarius Tooney, who shows up in his in one of his first games as a, as a chief, mm-hmm. uh, MVS scores a touchdown. Kelsey scores a touchdown, and Noah Gray scores a touchdown. Kelsey's going to do what he's going to do. He's passing the ball around. It's not one guy. You don't have to focus on – you can't focus on you just one guy. You can't focus on one guy. No. Because and- anybody else can burn you. Spread it out. Well, I mean, it's not just anybody else. It's the guy, and this is what I want to see out of Fields. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, he's able to take whatever's around him and use it and make it work. Yep. Now, Mahomes is different than Fields. Mahomes doesn't run as much as Fields. No, he's definitely more of a passer. He's become more of a pocket but passer. But he can run if but he needs I, to. No, no, no. And I get that. And I like the design run plays. It feels a lot like the Wildcat that got entered into the league and destroyed the Patriots for those couple of games when the Dolphins first introduced it with Ronnie Brown and you're Ricky right, Williams. You're right. But I want to see this from quarterback play. I want to see a guy who can just step back and he can have four random guys playing on the field. He could have Josh, myself, you, and then one of the other doinks on the field and he's still going to throw for 200 and something yards. Mm-hmm. He's going to throw a couple of picks because obviously we're not going to run the cleanest routes, but... He's going to make it happen. And I'm not going to run her out, period. Yeah. <laughs> and it helps that he has, I mean, I know Colin, was it Colin Coward? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had, uh, Colin Coward. Called call Andy Reid the greatest, greatest offensive, offensive, offensive coach of mind and coach of all time. I'd put him in the top five, for sure. So it helps that he has him. And he has, you know, he's had amazing talent throughout a lot of no, his um, but, career. No, but what I'm, ta- um, what I'm, Oh, you're talking okay. You're talking about Reed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What are you saying? Well, uh, what I'm saying is, yes, he has Mahomes has had amazing talent around him, um, but at this particular <laughs> moment, he has maybe two pieces that you would call really great. It's Kelsey, Ed- and- Edward Hilaire, and Kelsey. Ch did nothing this weekend. No, I know, he, but did he even play? He uh, dead two rec- uh, oh, yeah, zero for two. He didn't have any rushes. Either. Zero points. Still won fantasy this week. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I mean, you got Edwards Hilaire in the backfield, who is a good, very good, solid running back. And well, you then got that new rookie, Pacheco. Who's Isaiah been... Pacheco is really Pacheco. good, too. He's been playing um, really MVS well. can put on a good game. Yep. He's a solid number two, number three. Um, Smith Juju got, got knocked out. So, but when he's healthy, but, he's uh, all right. So, if we just leave it with Kelsey, you have the be- probably one of the best tight ends in the NFL, top three. So, oh. he at least he's always going to at least have that a talent. Yeah. Now he's got to make sure that he's always replacing that a talent. Last year he had double a talent, like he had Hill, mm-hmm. 
and Kelsey. Yeah. So he's just that's when they become like almost unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. Really unstoppable. Now you said top three. Who are the top three in your opinion in the league? So you have Kettle. Uh George Kittle, sorry, Kettle. Kittle. Uh Kelsey and Kelsey Andrews? and Mark Andrews. I know he's injured right now, but when he's healthy and he's on the field, yeah. top three. I'd say top and, three, um, Kittle, Kelsey, Andrews. And Waller is injured as well, Darren too. Waller's up there. But. I mean, not the two to our own horn. Dallas Goddard's up there. Dallas Goddard, he's really good. You get one of two kinds of quarter, uh, of um, tight ends. What? You're just looking at him. You got yeah. anything to add? Hawkinson. Oh, true. Yeah, TJ Hawkinson. I would take Hawkinson over Andrews. Yeah, okay. I would, okay. Yeah, definitely. That's just my opinion. I mean, mm-hmm. Andrews has had the, again, Andrews has been in a system with a great head coach and a great quarterback for the last couple of years where Hawkinson has kind of been putting up really good numbers in not such a good situation. Very I'm true. interested to see what he can do with this other talent around him, being able to be on the same field as Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he's got fucking 17 chains thrown to him, you know, but <laughs> I, I'm interested to see what Hawkinson can do. I, I really had a couple of good receptions in that game. Um, I really seven for forty five. I really like the tight end position in the NFL right now. I mm-hmm. think there's a lot of good tight ends, even ones who are TEU has a really good class right now. Yeah, I mean, even some that are on the back nine of their career. I know that. Um, oh my God, just had his season ended in Arizona. Zach Ertz, oh, Zach Ertz, yeah. yeah. His season just ended in Arizona. But, I mean, even those guys who are on the back half of their career are still really good. Mm-hmm. And, again, I'll to, um, Cole Komet has really turned the corner. So, he's done everything with the run blocking. Mm-hmm. He's done everything that George Kittle does as far just, as blocking is concerned. It just goes concerned. to show that having a tight end who can block is really, really, really important. Just it's as much as they're receiving. It showed in New England. With Rob Gronkowski. It showed what you can do when you got a big body tight end who's willing to absolutely level people. Uh Mm -hmm. George Kittle throws better blocks than most tackles. Yeah, he does. And he is fearless. He's fearless. And he, and, and what was the highlight? Who was he blocking? And he basically like just cleaned out into the end zone and pancaked him. He rolled him over and then you see him laughing. Yes. He's laughing the whole time while he's backtracking the guy into the end zone and just Pancakes him, and the play's going in the other direction. <laughs> Rob Gronkowski did that one. I love, I love, Colts. I love Kittle. I love Kittle. Kittle's number one in my opinion. I think I agree with you on that one. Yeah, Kittle's a lot of fun. Yes. I, I mean, as a receiver, I'd put Kelsey above him. Yeah, but as a tight end, as the position, it's George. All Kittle. right. So let me ask you this: If Kittle and Kelsey changed quarterbacks. Would Kittle be a better receiver? Much. Okay. So it's Kittle. <laughs> it's yeah. not even close. It's not even close because he would block. So this way you could set up those great edge rush running. And Kelsey said it himself on his podcast with his brother that Kittle's the man. Well, if he just wouldn't block as much, everybody would be talking about him as a household name. Mm-hmm. Moving on to Cleveland at Miami. Blow the Dolphins out. win this game 39-17. to is Tua quietly the league MVP? He's quietly in conversation. He's quietly, yeah, I was going to say. I don't think he'll win it. Has he but lost a game nope. 
that he's, he's started played. and finished? No, no, he has not. The only game he's lost is when they turned him into they they, they him pasted in him on the ground. Yeah, and he had to get That's taken the only out. game he yeah. lost, and he had to be taken out of that game. He has not lost the game where he has started, so and completed games that he's played the entirety of. He's won seven of seven. Yes. Yeah. Insanity. Yes, and he has the highest passer rating in the NFL. He does. He has the most passing yards in the NFL. He has a, two of the top five wide receivers. Does in the he NFL. win comeback player of the year? The same year he gets injured. <laughs> no, no, can't do that. That's going to Geno Smith or Saquon. We already said that. Yeah. yeah. Um, the thing is, is that he's not going to get it though. If Patrick Mahomes is on the pace that he continues to go oh. on, they're gonna just the name. Yeah, captivates. Well, yeah, but unless the stats are just overwhelmed, unless he's won in like all those categories and, cl- and continues yeah. to, then he should definitely have a conversation and with Miami potentially being number one right now and seeing where they go because they're, I don't know what they are in terms of the AFC. Two. They're two. They're, they're behind KC. I was going to say. KC's, KC's one, one there too. too. Yeah. Yep. But dark horse. Okay, so. I don't think he's a dark horse. I think he's a legitimate contender. Yeah, he's in conversation. I wouldn't, put him, I wouldn't call him dark Dark horse to me is Saquon Barkley. Like that's who a dark horse to me is. Like, you're right. I used the wrong terminology. For no, me, dark horse is Geno Smith. Ooh, good shout. I mean, even though they just Ex- lost. Except for what happened. This I, they ex- didn't travel. <laughs> they had too many hours on a plane. And if everyone I knows f- about travel, it's you, Dave. I we get it. Fucking, we need to listen. I fucking hate when the NFL does that to teams. Like they drag them all the way they from the give West them, Coast. Like an extra day and, or two. No, not even that. Don't let the West Coast teams play a foreign. European game mm-hmm. unless their bye week is the week before. So they can be given a full week of chance yeah. to acclimate to getting over there. Because first of all, you have traveling from West Coast to East Coast is already tough enough. Mm-hmm. All right. And vice versa, going east to west is tough as well. I get that. One of the best home field advantages is Seattle because they're mm-hmm. so far out there. But you're traveling west to east and then east over an Atlantic Ocean yeah. to another country. And it's not like you're going to England, which is just five hours. You're going to Germany, which is six. Yes. So you lose even an extra hour, lose- and it's more travel time. Yes. Yeah. It's 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 a huge thing. This is the reason why I think when they do Mexico, they usually just do teams that are in like that central part exactly. of the United so States. Exactly, so they don't really take like, time the, zones. I remember the last Mexico game was... I think New, I, Eng- New England was... We played... No, that was a couple of years ago, though. Oh, oh yeah, I, uh, I, I don't was, remember. Who I was the thinking last like was. I, th- I thought it was like the Raiders and the Broncos or something like that. I honestly I couldn't tell you. I remember the Patriots played one year, and it's like you're prim- you're practically going straight down. So we might have just changed to Central Time, which is what an hour. Mm. Yeah, I don't. Alrighty, so we had one, two, three, four in Estadio Azteca in Mexico City on November twenty first. Which is this Sunday, Sunday, San Fran at Arizona or San Fran versus Arizona proves my point. Yeah. Proves just my point. They're only they're, they're basically just coming over one time zone. Yeah, that's all they're doing, and that's how you should try to book these games. Obviously, you can't do that with the London stuff or the Germany stuff. But yeah. if you're gonna book those games, those teams need to have the bye week the week before. They have to they for have travel. To have time preparation. You have yeah. to give them travel, and the thing is, you're separating those games by two weeks. So you have a week where they're in London, then there's a week off, then they're a week again in London, then there's a week off, then there was a week where they were in London, week off, Germany. Mm-hmm. If that's how you're going to do it, that's fine. Give those bye weeks to the teams traveling. Mm-hmm. 
And if you want to do one better, my opinion, make those a Thursday night game. Thursday night game. I could see that. Give a little more interest into Thursday night. Yeah. But the only issue is Cause the it wouldn't tra- be Thursday night. They'd have to put the game on at like 3 p.m. No, I know. Yeah, it would be. I'm sorry. Amazon doesn't fucking play all day. But then they lose the prime time, quote unquote, spot because people are at work, yada yada. They want that money. Mm. They want that live. That's right, because they want to show off what nine six prime time games. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it twelve nine? I forget what that score was. It was Just all field goals. Yeah. Oh yeah, that game. Oh, how about the game after that where it was, what twelve seven? I mean, th- hey, we had forty points scored this week. Oof, okay. They're finally starting to take a turn because Bezos is like, don't throw any flags. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Moving on to Houston versus the Giants. Um, Giants pick up the victory here, 24-16. to 16. Saquon. 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 35 carries Beast. for 152 for yards and a touchdown. Beast. Darius Slayton gets a receiving touchdown in this game, um, as does Lawrence Kager. The uh, tight end for oh, the yeah. Giants. Um, Can I just say, dude, there's not a team I'm more happy about winning besides my own team the than the Giants. I just feel like they've gone through so much shit and Saquon being injured. That's bad for both of us to be saying that we're enjoying Brian Dable winning football games. The thing is, is because the Patriots have reasons to hate the Giants and so do the Eagles. It's in the past. Yeah, no, I could go all season. I could go the rest of my life watching Minnesota going 0 and 17. Yeah, but Minnesota's Minnesota. Okay. Minnesota has a reason to be hated. Right now, the Giants don't give me a reason I don't to care. hate no, them. No, 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 no. I don't care who the quarterback is. Minnesota could go You're 0 just for them 17. them as a team? Yep. <clears throat> that, them as a franchise. Like, that entire stadium could burn to the ground, and I would care less. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, deal with it. <laughs> Vikings. <laughs> Don't get that insurance money. Yeah. Bitch. Deal with it. Target. So you hate the Vikings more than the Packers? Way more than the Packers. Way, way, way more than the Packers. Why? First of all, ugly colors. Okay. Horrible, horrible oh, fan horrible. base. Well, hey, that's his opinion. Fan base, I agree. That's his opinion. <laughs> okay. Okay. And nothing makes me smile bigger than knowing that that team in its history went to Four Super Bowls and lost all four in the seventies, and then had a fifteen and one team that missed the field goal. That I'm no team makes me happy to be cursed. Okay. And when Kirk Cousins gets blindsided during the playoffs and they lose another playoff game because they did Case Keenum wrong. No, they did yeah. Case Keenum dirty, man. I mean, he got him to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yep. He got him one game away from the Super Bowl. Yep. So. And Philly beat him. And Philly, Philly beat him. Philly fucking smacked him up in that game, too. Yeah. I think we let up maybe three points in that game. Yep. And that's another thing that makes me happy. Just watching teams smack around Philly. Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota, yeah. Makes me happy. You can okay. watch them smack around Philly, well, too. New York's not in my division. This week. The only reason yeah, we'd ever did, see New York they, is in. <laughs> but they did take two Super Bowl. No, they did. <laughs> but here's the thing here's why it doesn't hurt me as much as other. Patriots fans. Because you have six. I, <laughs> I was nine. I was nine and 12. Give me some credit. Hmm. Like the score of the Washington-Chicago game. <laughs> it comes no, full no. circle. That was, that was Indian-Atlanta. Indian, um, 
12 9 was all field goals. That's why they were complaining. I thought it was Denver. And- okay, I'm sorry. 12 7. I, I told you it was 12 7. Fucking Chicago was in Who's the red. Who's the 12 9? I don't know why I'm that thinking was, it was no, Denver. And- oh, it was Denver and um, Indy. Denver and Indy. Denver and Indy? Yes. We had 27 22 when it was Baltimore versus Tampa. 34 42 versus New Orleans and Arizona. Again, again Bezos called in and said, stop calling 12 9, Indy, Denver. Indy, Denver. 15 27, Miami, Cincinnati. That was the Thursday night game that Tua got pasted. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, Pittsburgh, like Cleveland was 29-17. I like, yeah. how, pasted. I, I like how big his eyes got when he said it, too. Week two pasted. was 24-27, Kansas City over LA. And then, obviously, week one was Buffalo 31-10 over the Rams. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anybody knows. Daniel Jones had a near-perfect passer rating, too. 153.3. Guys... Guy's crushing it. He's doing what he needs to do. Yep. Like you're doing the not the bare minimum, but you're doing just enough so that your team wins. You're not putting them in a position to fail. Like you don't throw interceptions. You're not having these stupid fumbles, running towards the end zone and falling right before. You know, (laughs) like that's all you gotta do. They beat us in that game. Oh, still pisses me off. But you know what I mean. Like still love it. It's those things. (sighs) Moving on. (laughs) New Orleans versus Pittsburgh. Kenny motherfucking pick it. <laughs> Weren't we making fun of him? Yeah. Yeah. I picked him. <laughs> like, I picked him. Uh, you said if Trubisky started, you'd pick the Pittsburgh Steelers. If Pickett started, you'd pick against them. Yep. You picked against them. They still fucking won. Yeah, because Najee Hazard had almost 100 yards rushing. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's Najee. Kenny Pickett. 99 yards. Kenny Pickett did not have a good game. No, he didn't. 199, eight carries. He didn't really do a lot. Six sacks. Yeah. Pickens, I I prefer Pickens over Pickett. Well, yeah, George Pickens is great. Yeah, you only had three catches. I mean, rush for a touchdown. You, you you really know what the difference maker was in this game, right? Uh, Pittsburgh's defense. T.J. Watt was back. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh's defense. Baby, it's the difference of one player. <clears throat> Excuse me, one guy. Because then all of a sudden you can't double certain people. Yeah, because look at they had they had two sacks, which was Highsmith. But then look at all these other tackleful losses. QB, you only had two QB hits, but then pass deflections, and then and then TJ won his first game back had four tackles, four tackles. A difference and spent, maker, and he spent a lot of time in the backfield. Yep, a lot of time. And they got two picks on. Yep. Um. Red rum. The fuck. Andy Dalton. Thank you. Red Rom. <laughs> I couldn't fucking think of his name. Denver at Tennessee. Blech. This was a Hey, game. Tannehill was back, and he was a difference. Tannehill was back, and uh, it was actually the difference maker in this game was Nick Westbrook and Kine. Who? Five Who? receptions for 119 yards and two touchdowns. But again... Tannehill being a legitimate quarterback mm-hmm. made the difference here. Because yes. you didn't need King Henry to go for uh, 200 yards. Because he didn't. King 19 Henry, carries for 53. He went for 53 yards. You know what I mean? So And Malik Willis, his one carry in the game. Negative, negative four yards and a fumble. <laughs> nice. You go, rookie. <laughs> but, I mean. Russ got sacked six times. Uh, I mean, this... how how legitimate is Tennessee to you guys? In terms of what? I mean, they're, they're like making runner. the playoffs. They're third in the AFC right now. 
They're a division winner. I mean, I feel like it's what they are every year. I, I uh, last year they were the number one seed. Remember? Well, that's what I'm saying. They're gonna make the playoffs, but they're not gonna get to a Super Bowl. They're not gonna be a number one seed again this year. No, no, they're not gonna get a bye. I mean, it really depends on who they go up against. Because I can guarantee that wild card is going to be very NFC East heavy. You mean AFC NFC? East? I'm sorry. It is at this point. All four AFC East teams are in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, at this point, at, you have right everybody now. in. It just again, they're going to make the playoffs. They may win one game, but they're not going to make it. To okay, a Super Bowl. all right. So if they get in right now, okay. If they get in right now, they have to play. They're the two, third seed. Two they... plays. So hold on. The Dolphins would play the Pats. They're the three, so they play the Bills. Bills beat them. Okay. Uh, with the way the Bills are playing now, I don't know. Bills beat them. Uh, that's why I say they may win one game. No. They may win one if game. I took, if I was to take it right now, right Tennessee now. beats Buffalo. Yes, because Josh Allen keeps making mistakes. And I feel like Tennessee is, a, Tennessee is an opportunity-type team with Mike Vrabel at the house. There you go. You said, you said the name I wanted you to say. Mike Vrabel. That's the difference. That's the difference right there. And plus, I think and with Derrick Henry, they he would, could run the fuck over Bill's defense right now. They are the just way not they, playing the, great. Yep. Uh, if I was to take it, if it was right now, start of the playoffs, Tennessee's beating Buffalo. Tennessee's beating Buffalo. But they won't make it to the Super Bowl. No. no. The Super Bowl. That's what you need elite. The Super Bowl. That's what you, that's what you need elite quarterback play. Exactly. And Tannehill's right not, now, the surefire AFC choice for the Super Bowl is the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Who else? 60-40, KC, Miami. KC being scary. 60-40 being Miami. Miami's scary. If they play in KC. But if they play in Miami... Which isn't going to happen. No. KC should <laughs> have. Miami has to leapfrog. Miami would have to win out and KC's going to have to lose a couple. Yeah. That's tough. So it's all it all it's all situational right now. Cause um wait, it's Miami's either... seven and three, Kansas City is seven and two. Miami's yeah. going into the bye week. But Miami is oh and something in games under forty degrees. Kansas City has a test this week too. They have a real test this week too. Oh yeah, they were the uh... They play against the Chargers on Sunday night football. I'm not okay. really too high on the Chargers right now. They haven't given me a reason. It would be a good game nonetheless. They always have a good game. Against. Wait, the Mexico City game is on Monday. That's the Yeah, Monday it always game? is. It is? It's always a Monday night game. Oh, shit. I thought it was Sunday night. I'm no, sorry. It's always I Monday. thought it was following like the London game. Hmm. No, no. It's always Monday night. Hmm. Interesting. Continuing That's on... That's when people aren't paying attention to the border. Can... <laughs> Continuing on Sunday football, or shall I say Saturday football, the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. Jeff Saturday is the Jeff Saturday man. Is One the man, dude? Raiders, you suck. Is that what, that was his tweet, right? No, he's like the Raiders are playing horrible or oh, horrendous. The, yeah, the, two weeks prior, and then yes. he goes and fucking beats them as a first game and, interim head coach. Oh my god! And poor car man, that poor kid's soul is dying. What you get for going Same with after Devontae. That's what you get for getting Josh McDaniels. I don't know. 
But their GM is all behind Josh McDaniels. Mark Davis is all behind him. Because he has to fucking be. They, they put a lot of money into McDaniels. <laughs> put a lot. They basically gave him a Gruden contract. Yeah. That's what screwed this whole thing up. It's what? It's a Gruden? couple a couple of old emails popped up with some insensitive language and Gruden got fired. They should have kept um uh, I No, I know who you're talking about. No, but, but I it, it put everything into motion. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem here is He said some horrendous stuff. I'm pretty sure has been said by a lot of other people in the league, but they needed a poster boy for it. Yeah. He's fucking gone. And it and it set it set that entire franchise back. They just should have. The thing is, is with the way that that season ended with the interim head coach, he should have been the head coach. He should have been the head coach. They just shouldn't have switched. See, read read the room. You saw how how they banded together, how they came back and won out their last four they, or five games. Yeah. Went to the playoffs, had a competitive game against the future AFC Champ? representative. Yes, and then so it's like, read the fucking room. Don't go and hire fucking Josh McDaniels. He has done shit outside of being an offensive coordinator for with Tom Brady. the New England Patriots with Tom fucking Brady. Yeah, because yeah, without Brady, he's, he's literally done shit. Done he's nothing. walked out on a team, and we saw what happened in Denver. He walked out on Indy, and then we saw what happened in Denver. So it's like he walked out on Indy, and then what Frank Reich do? He came in and actually made them a contender. Mm-hmm. Now I know Frank Reich just lost his job. Yeah, but he also battled a lot of stuff himself. Mm-hmm. Frank Reich walked in. And what did he? And what happened? He lost Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. Well, talk about walking into a real shit situation. Philip Rivers, who wasn't bad. No, he wasn't bad. You had Philip Rivers, Carson. Carson Wentz, and then now Matt Ryan and um, Sam Ellinger. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, and but I'm happy they. Re- I'm happy that Indy started Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. And ha- he won them the game. And he I well, mean, twenty-one for twenty-eight, two hundred twenty-two yards. He threw for a touchdown, four carries for thirty-eight. That motherfucker ran thirty-eight yards. You want to know what's the most important thing in this game for Matt Ryan? He didn't fumble the ball. Yep. Mm-hmm. No he's, he's having, unnecessary turnovers. Yes, and Taylor he rushed had a, for a touchdown. Yeah, and Taylor had a and, Taylor-esque game. Well, Taylor came back. This is his first game back. So. Yeah, that's right. Because he, he was injured. Yeah. So, um, I'm happy for Andy. I'm wicked happy for Jeff Saturday. Yes. I think this proves what I've what I've been saying all along, and, and I've been saying this for a very long time. I've never said it on this show, but in conversations I've had with Josh, I have said this before. I don't know if I've ever said this to you, okay. but I. I firmly believe the smartest players in any NFL team in the locker room is your offensive line, and in particular, your center. If you have a good center, they're very smart. Your team is always going to succeed. I can agree. Jeff with that. Saturday's Colts. Oh, okay. I mean, we saw how great that team was. Okay, Olin Krutz's Chicago Bears. Olin Krutz was. Phenomenal with the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. You look at um the Patriots with when they kept rotating. Uh, the last center who I can remember for the Patriots was um was a Copen, Dan Copen. Yes. Yep, he was phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Yep. Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey Jason is Kelsey. incredible. The kid down in Tampa who's missing this season, Ryan oh, Jensen. Yep. Jensen, huge. We saw how much that impacted. Huge. Um, the kid who went to um, oh my God. Um, did he go? He didn't go to Indy. Where the hell did he go? Um, uh, Hardwick, the kid who left San Diego. I think his name was Hardwick. That's not ringing any bells to me. But a good center gets your line set up and understands everything that's happening in front of you. This way, mm-hmm. it can be relayed relayed from quarterback to center. Mm-hmm. That exchange is so important. Nick Hardwick. Nick Hardwick. Thank you. 
all of these guys, in my opinion, when they want to get out of the league, when they're done playing, could all be top tier well, coaches. Look at so many of these um, former players who are on. Jeff Saturday, he was a consultant for the Colts. Gerard Mayo is on the Patriots coaching staff. Like, yeah, but all Gerard these... Mayo should be a fucking head coach. That's what I'm saying. Like all of these former players Mike are on Rabel. the staff. Mike Rabel is a prime example. He might not have been, um, I mean, he was a captain anyways, but he was he was some of the smartest players on that Dan Campbell. Patriots team. All of these former players. I mean, players, I know Dan Campbell t- doesn't have the record, but I also think they're building a great program he has in Detroit. A, he has a smart mind, and he knows how to he knows how to get a locker room. Yes, and as they proved this past week, they find like they they find ways to stay in games. Mm-hmm. Two week, dude. They've won their last two games. They've beaten Green Bay and Chicago. And this is mm-hmm. Dan Campbell's first road victory. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Offensive linemen should be the first people, first guys people look at when they're going to hire somebody outside of the norm. Stop looking at fucking college and start looking at old NFL talent. Mm-hmm. That's my personal opinion on that. Joe Thomas should be a fucking head coach in the NFL. Best fucking left tackle I've ever watched. Orlando Pace should be doing something in the NFL right now. I agree. Moving on. What are we on? Packers, Cowboys? Packers, Cowboys. Fucking A, man. Mike McCarthy sucks. Yeah, does. I think I say this enough where I should he stop. He saw Aaron Rodgers on the other side and he's like, fuck. Time to do fucking something stupid. Hey, he helped Aaron Rodgers win a football game. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I yeah, because after my, he did. after my snores last week, they had to show up and do something. I mean, I mean Christian fucking Watson, who? four receptions for 107 yards, three touchdowns. This, 75 of these fucking man's catches resulted in a touchdown. This man in fantasy was projected a 6.4. How many do you have? 32.7. Yeah. You have... Not if not the top rated defense, the top three rated defense in the entire league, and, they got and you roasted. give and you give up that to a no name wide receiver. Good for him for having a fantastic game, but and then closest behind him was Sammy Watkins for forty seven yards on yeah. three catches, and then James and then Jones, Jones fucking had himself a game too, and obviously Aaron Rodgers had himself a um a great game as well, three touchdowns, not a lot of passing in terms of... Yeah, but he had 11.2 yards per attempt. Exactly. That's a first down every attempt. And he had a very jo- effe- and, efficient game. And Jones touching the ball every two times he touched the ball was another That's first down. Ah, fuck. That's what happens when these guys can catch fire. That's what mm-hmm. happens. And then you had Prescott throwing two interceptions because you had a great supporting game of Pollard with Zeke out having over 100. <laughs> Lamb had over 100, two touchdowns, and it's like... What the fuck was that defense doing? I just want to look at the box score. It's, this, oh. it's the same thing as when um they played Chicago. They kept Chicago. They let Chicago stay in the game. Yeah. It's like the whole defense decided to be all or nothing, like like Diggs is. Yeah, because I mean it was nothing, nothing in the first quarter. Yeah. Fourteen, fourteen going into the half. Yep. And then Dallas put up fourteen. Dallas puts up fourteen, and then they score seventeen unanswered to win. Yep. Yep. Because they decide I'm gonna go for it on a fourth and four in overtime when they're in their kicker's range. range. And then Roger says, you know what, fuck you, and just piles the ball down the field. Aaron Rodgers does what Aaron Rodgers old thinks. Aaron Rodgers does. You give him the opportunity and he's gonna fucking take it. He's done this how and, many times? And, and to the Cowboys before? He always this is, is the to the Cowboys. Time? And anytime you can drive another nail into Mike McCarthy's oh, yeah. chest, he does. 
Moving on to the Battle of the Backups, we had Arizona Cardinals taking on the Los Angeles Rams. This was a last-minute decision. Colt McCoy versus versus John Wolford. Wolford. All right. Had I known it was going to be the Battle of the Backups, there was no way I was taking Colt McCoy one million percent all day. My God, because this was a game time decision for these two, right? Yeah. I had yeah. James Conner gets twenty one carries for sixty (laughs) nine. Nice (laughs) yards Uh, and two touchdowns. Hey, that's Um, my thing. AJ Green gets a touchdown as well. D Hop gets 90, 98 yards. D Hop. Oh Coop exited the game. Ertz. No cup. Coop Cup. Season over. Cooper Cup. Injured I, uh, reserve. Uh, that's tough. Definitely tough. Not that either team is doing particularly great right now, but still, that, especially with Rams and Cup being practically their entire offense. Yeah. Yeah. Battle of the backups. Pretty much all we got to say. Up next, the Los Angeles Chargers taking on the San Francisco 49ers. The Chargers look like they were going to win this game if they didn't take their foot off the gas and let San Fran back into it in the second half. CMC was an amazing move for San Francisco, in my opinion. I mean, he had 14 carries for 38 yards and a touchdown and four receptions for 39 yards. But, I mean, that's... You can't win games when you're kicking 80-odd yards of offense. Can't win games when you're kicking field goals. No, sorry. Words. Can't you can't. That's that's pretty much all there is to say. I mean, not uh, with that offense. I'm sorry. Well, Los Angeles is missing a lot of major pieces. They're missing Evans. You still have Eckler. Yeah, you still. But they're missing Keenan Allen and missing Mike uh, Williams. They're two number one. Okay, uh, number one and number two receivers. All right, (laughs) Eckler should be going all purpose over a hundred yards. How he's under a hundred makes no sense to me. None. He's under seventy yards. No, um, all no. I know. I'm just saying all purpose. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, it is asinine. Definitely underachieving for what we saw at this team at the beginning of the oh, year. Oh, one hundred percent. Alrighty, and we'll move right into uh, re, uh, predictions for next week. Oh yeah, because we're gonna think, skip Monday think, night I football. Think, what? No, we got it's Monday night football. We have to talk about Monday night. Do we Come have on, to? Tra- yeah, we, Monday, we really Monday, have to. Monday. Oh yeah. There are no more undefeated. There are no. So why don't you tell us about? So that? tell us about your old quarterback kicking in your teeth. Uh he didn't play. I know, but <laughs> I, it's he's still. Heine Licky fucked us up. Heine, did you see him on the plane afterwards? Like a fucking bum, Kirk Cousins with a trash bag full of beer. <laughs> He's not at the chains, though, in, in economy. <laughs> Philly needs to figure out their fucking run defense. Yeah. Yeah, especially with Chicago coming to town in a couple of weeks. That's going to be a fun game. Their two fucking running backs had 130 combined rushing yards on us on 40 carries. But what was up with your rushing? Why didn't you? Was it just Washington's defense, or do you think it was something that you guys didn't? Just have I a great think, game of. I don't think we had a good game. Okay. I mean, I don't want to blame it on injuries. All right. But it, we had multiple people go out at multiple times throughout the game. You did. You did. Mm-hmm. Devontae went out for a, a multiple snaps. Goddard went out for multiple snaps. Jo- uh, Josh Sweat got hurt. Mm-hmm. AJ Brown was out for multiple snaps. Okay. There was that face mask, too. That... Bad penalties no, all over the place. The Bears should have had another pass interference in their favor this week. I don't want to talk about bad penalties. This was... I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. All I'm going to say is what killed you guys. 
is you couldn't get off the fucking field on defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They ran 81 plays this week. And we 81 ran 41 to 47. 47. They had time of possession. Dude, yeah. time of possession, 40 minutes. We about they it. had the ball for two thirds of this game. Mm-hmm. That'll kill anybody. That team, kills no anybody. What. The only person that can overcome that is Peyton Manning. When he did it to the Dolphins. They didn't have 20 minutes. You guys had 19 minutes and 36 and now, seconds. Yes. As well as that, the best turnover differential team has, what, four? Has four. Giveaways. But that gives them more time, more time. with the ball. Yep. Yeah, and Dude, you guys had four turnovers. Tw- oh, my God. I'm, just, I'm looking at this box score, and I just can't believe it. They ran 21 plays on third down alone, Washington. You got them into 21 third down plays. Positions mm-hmm. and they continue and they converted to get twelve. Them. Ooh, more mm-hmm. than fifty yeah. percent. Holy shit! It I, was not a good game. It was a very poor oh, but performance. You, know what? you got the first but, loss out the but way. But the thing is, is we were saying one of these was coming, and you even said it. You were afraid. You of this were like, game. if they were going to lose, this would be the game. This, that is, they was, this is the trap game. This was the trap. You game. did say this you were was terrified. the trap game. He said that the on other Monday. trap game, and I don't want to blame it on this. We had ten days between games. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it on that because um, they've been doing that a lot now with the teams playing the um, Thursday games. Thursday games. They've yeah. been because we had five days. Because of all the then we had in the past. yes, because of all ten days. Yes, they give they give you they give it to you on the back end. You have the short the short week before, and then, and then they give the it to you on the back week. end, yeah. and then usually. Um, and if we have that Sunday game, we'll have the Monday game the next week. We got an extra much, day there. You think yes. the too much time killed you a little bit? Kind of let up on the gas. <sighs> I feel like, and then you got and, the and AJ Brown even said it himself. Mm-hmm. Fuck the seventeen and oh shit. This was our wake up call. We close out the season strong. Um. So what you think? Fifteen and uh, sixteen and one. Nope. Fourteen and three. Okay. We lose one to Washington or uh, one to uh, New York. We lose one to Dallas. We go three and three in the division. Yeah, I have you guys a lot lower than that. I think this was the start of something. And this was the start of an avalanche. Do you think we go under 500? No, you're not going to... For the remainder of the season or for the whole season? Do you think they win the division? No. New York wins the division. Dallas. Really? Yep. Dallas is going to beat you guys the next matchup. On Christmas Eve? Yep. I agree. I think they're going to beat us. Do you think that's a loss? Absolutely. And? And we lose to New York in the middle ends. Okay. We win against New York at home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hold on. Let me look at the so rest said, of the season. You said Dallas number one. I think Dallas is going to win Eagles the division. And then Eagles number two. Um, no. Giants number two? Eagles are going to get in as a wild card. Because the Giants are going to sweep you guys. You're going to lose to Tennessee. You're going to lose to Dallas. And you're going to lose to Green Bay. Do we Losers. lose to Indy next weekend? No. Away. You don't lose to you Indy. You fucking shouldn't. You shouldn't. We have Indy. We have Green Bay on Sunday night. Yep. Yeah. We have Tennessee at home on the 4th. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've got New York away on the 11th. Uh-huh. You're away at the Bears. Oh, you're in Chicago, too. We're away at the Bears on the 18th. We've re- got New York, or not York, not New York, Dallas away on Christmas Eve. Then we have... I said that Tennessee was going to start a 4 New game. Orleans. I... I- I remember last week I either said that the Green Bay was going to start a four a four week stretch for you guys where you may go zero and four mm-hmm. or three three for four, depending on how it all plays out. 
Washington was a trap game. Now, what do they do coming out of the trap game is all up to them. Mm-hmm. We have been saying routinely, and I've been messaging with Kristen routinely, Philly keeps playing down. <clears throat> They're not playing. Buffalo the, keeps playing down. These are games we should be fucking should running be away with. throttling people. Throttling. Washington shouldn't even be in the same stratosphere with you guys right now. And the fact that they... They beat us by they 11. They beat you handily. They, yeah. We barely beat Houston last week. Yes. We've barely Houston, beat Houston was, Detroit. We barely beat Jacksonville. We Houston, barely beat Minnesota. There's no game. Minnesota's one of the best teams in the NFL, records-wise. But, I mean, like he says, you're playing down because if you're... These teams that you should be blowing out, like he said, you're barely squeaking by these wins. But... I this, I can't this is stand. From a guy, this is coming from a guy whose team I, is looking up at everybody, and I get that. My biggest thing is I'm I'm seeing a lot of people that are hating on Philly, saying that we're frauds. You are. <laughs> I say you're a very talented. You're team. a talented team, but you're not. We're not an eight and one team. You're not a number one seed. You're not. Well, I mean, I, going I, into I don't, it, I don't. I I really don't like. I I know I mentioned him last week as coach of the year, but I don't. Your head coach is okay. You know what I mean? You know who he reminds me of? Matt Nagy. Ooh. He's a younger Matt Nagy. Hmm. Things get tough, and he tries to go with these razzle-dazzle plays instead of just sticking with stuff that he knows it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And I get injuries happen. Plays come off the field. I understand all that. But we went to a Bears-Phillies game live. And all we watched was razzle-dazzle from the Bears in the first half. And how many yards did they muster? Wasn't it like four? Yeah. I turned to you and I said, what should they be running? Power uh, eye. Power eye, yeah. And what did they do in the second half? Power eye. Power eye. Almost beat us. Yes. Keep it simple, stupid. One of the greatest lessons I learned in fourth grade. <laughs> it's Wise words. Wise words. And that's the thing about, about the Eagles. I feel like... Well, they they were an eight and O team, but no one saw them as an eight and O team. An eight and O team, Nobody, or a, such a like a threat to just run away with. And anything. the thing was, and I know fraud sounds so awful, and I know I jumped on that word so quickly, but when you're the only undefeated team in the NFL, and nobody has you number one in your power rankings, like nobody had them number one. Fraud CBS, just in terms of that NBC, way. Yeah. ESPN, NFL Network. It was it was always Buffalo, Joe, Joe Schmo from City. Idaho. Yeah. Like nobody had them. It was Buffalo. It was Kansas City. I mean, some pe- some some places had Minnesota ahead of Philadelphia when Philly had the game over them. When exactly. Philly had the but that's game because over them. Minnesota's had harder games and, and have, way, have won better, them. bigger wins. wins. Yeah, you know what I mean. And honestly, if you look at the rosters, if you put I feel roster like, against roster, I feel like if we can, I'm not going to say win out. I don't think we're winning out. If we can win a lot of these big games down the stretch, I think we can prove some people wrong. I think so as well. Just a convincing think, win too. I think you're just sitting with a younger Matt Nagy with his headphones on, and he's going to tear apart Jalen Hurts. I hope not. Hurts is a fucking stud. He is a stud. Hurts is your like, team has hurt. Hurts is like Trubisky. Ooh. Same skill set. Mm-hmm. Same skill set. Same skill set. Mobile quarterbacks can move around in the pocket very well. Very good with their feet. I wouldn't classify Trubisky as a mobile quarterback. Go back and watch the tape. That's how we beat. That's how we beat the Patriots when Trubisky was quarterback. Trubisky ran for almost hundred yards in that game. But the Patriots have never had luck with quarterbacks in general. I mean, because we've given up 
many rushing yards to many non-mobile quarterbacks. No, but Tr- and, but I will yeah, yeah. trust you because he was Tr- on your team. Trubis- I take your Trubisky, word for it. Trubisky was taken number two overall <laughs> because of his ability to make to things happen with his yeah. legs. Okay. So that's where I hope that Kasarian isn't like Nagy. I hope mm-hmm. Kasarian can come back. Sirianni? Sirianni. I'm sorry. I keep saying Kasarian. Um, Frankie Kasarian? Frankie Kasarian. <laughs> Oh, it's, we haven't done a wrestling podcast in God, too we gotta long. Do that um, hey, Survivor Series coming up. I know. I'm still thinking about getting tickets. Um, but the the thing is, Sirianni's young. Yeah, I'm hoping it's that only he, his second full year. I'm hoping he can take a step back and kind of like reevaluate and be like, all right, we don't need all this razzle dazzle stuff. We just need to get keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Get the ball in Jalen Hurts' hands. He's our get- primary playmaker. We know when we got AJ Brown out there. We know we got Miles Sanders if we need him in yep. the backfield. We know we've got or, um, Goddard at tight end. But we know we've got these playmakers. Let's just make simple plays. Let's put three wide receivers, a tight end, and a running back out there. Run that formation over and over and over again. Flex out differently and make things happen. Mm-hmm. You don't need all this nonsense. Design some runs for Hertz because he clearly can run well with the ball in his hands. Yeah, and just go from there. Yeah, we gotta be we gotta be real careful in the next weeks, um, because Goddard's out for a few weeks. Yeah, with yeah. a shoulder injury, so Jack Stoll is gonna be our main tight end, which means I think we're gonna go more of a uh, defensive tight end spot, and we're gonna go more wide receiver on the receptions. I mean, Goddard gets a lot of receptions usually. You mean blocking tight end. Yeah, yeah. We'll just okay. use him to get That's your running game back yeah. up. Yeah, but then on the line. Your, but then get your running game mm-hmm. back up. Yeah. Because, I mean, we, we've got Miles Sanders. We've got Kenneth Gainwell. I mean, we've got two solid backs. And we have a very mobile quarterback in Jalen Hurts. Exactly. And this we is just an need... opportunity. This is an opportunity to reevaluate and reset. Yeah. It really is. Records at the doors. Oh, excuse me. I am at 93 and 57. Wow. David is at 83 and 67. Michaela is at 80 and 70. Our guests, we have Jim at 89 and 61. Mike at 85 and 65. Ryan at 81 and 69. <laughs> nice. Jen and Jeff at 81 and 69. <laughs> nice. Meredith, 79 and 71. Potter, 78 and 72. Angela, 78 and 72. And Kristen, 72 and 78. All right. All right, Aroni. Predictions. First, bye week teams. We have the Seattle Seahawks, 6 and 4, first place in the NFC West. Never fucking thought I would have said that. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, five and five, first place in the NFC South. Not shocked I'm saying that. Shocked I'm saying it at five and five. Yeah, I was gonna say five and five blows me away. Miami Dolphins, seven and three, first place in the AFC East. <laughs> Fucking shocked I'm saying that. Yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars, three and seven, third place in the AFC South. Not, Not shocked at all. Not surprised at all. Tennessee at Green Bay on Thursday night football. I had originally picked Tampa Bay. Or not Tampa Bay, I'm sorry, Tennessee. Are you changing your pick? I am now going with Green Bay. Okay. Meredith is going with Tennessee. I I'm gonna go Green Bay at simple fact that they're at home, and I think this past win has shown that they can win against that's a where supposed good defense because that's where Dallas was. That's where I'm at. I still got. I think Rodgers has can has turned the corner or is in the process of turning the corner, and this is the full turn. Figure it the fuck out. You're one of the best quarterbacks of all time. You're a two-time MVP for a reason. Back to back, two-time back to back MVP, reigning MVP for a reason. 
there is a Mike coaching on the uh, Tennessee sideline. Oh, yeah. But his name's not Mike McCarthy. It's Mike it's Vrabel. It's Mike Vrabel. Vrabel. And I'm going <coughs> with the Titans on this game because it's not Mike Can't McCarthy. <laughs> Up next, we have the Tritown Bears. Chatham. Taking on the A-Town down, Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta has let me down. Calm down. Um, my lovely fiance has the Atlanta Falcons. What? I've got Get the fucked. Bears. I got the Bears, too. Atlanta's really let me down these past couple of weeks. Oh, you know what? I do have some... All right, since I've already input it, I might as well say Angela's picks as well, because I forgot oh. I even input them. Uh, Angela is taking Tennessee mm-hmm. on the Green Bay, Tennessee game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, as far as Chicago, um, yeah... At the moment, Meredith, enjoy your island. Wow. I mean, look at what Atlanta's doing. (laughs) The problem is, is you're kind of watching two teams. Justin, Justin. I kind of feel like we're watching two completely different teams at this particular moment. Atlanta was a team that looked like they could have taken a stranglehold of that division. Yeah, for real. And Mariota just threw up lame ducks. Chicago's a team that the last. Let's see. I want to say the last three weeks, maybe four weeks, Justin is ta- Justin Fields has taken a turn. Yep. Mm-hmm. That turn that you're talking about for Rodgers, mm-hmm. Justin has taken it. Now, the issue is that they're not winning <laughs> any of these games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but ever since the New England game, they've looked pretty good. He's looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm. T- I mean, clearly, I'm taking Chicago <laughs> as is Angela. Up next, Carolina at Baltimore. I've got Baltimore. Meredith has Baltimore. I have I have Baltimore in this a- game. Angela's taken Baltimore. I've taken Baltimore. This is is n- no reason Baltimore should lose to Carolina. Nah. There's also no reason that Buffalo should lose to Cleveland. There was no up. reason Buffalo should have yeah. lost this past week. But they Kirk did. Falcons. But they did. <sighs> yeah, because Josh Allen is a turnover machine. He is. Tur- and that's why I think we're all picking Buffalo this week. He's the Terminator. He's the Terminator of turnovers. <laughs> Yeah, I got Buffalo, so it's Angela. <laughs> what are you doing, Dave? I'm reading our picks real quick. Washington at Houston, you pick Philadelphia? <laughs> yeah, they need to come back and just stomp mud holes in everybody before Monday Night Football. Good to know it wasn't a typo. Uh, but, but before, the, uh, before the next game. No, they need to just come in and just stomp everybody in Houston. They need to send their practice squad there, because their practice squad should be able to beat both these teams. Oh, wait, the regular roster couldn't beat Washington this past week. So I'm going to go with Houston. Shit. I'm going to fix it right now. You don't need to fix it. I already it. took care of it. Guess what? Well, Em and I both have Washington because Taylor Heineke fucked up Philly, so they should definitely fuck up Houston. But, I mean, Philly barely beat Houston, too. So, you know. I'm just picking based on roster talent. I just personally think that Washington is slightly better than Houston. It's kind of a crapshoot for this game anyway, so. Uh, Angel- Angela's taking Washington, so I'm going to enjoy my Houston Island. All right. I'll, I'll be chilling with Lovey Smith. <laughs> Philadelphia at Indianapolis. And this is why I typed Philly on the other game, you kumquat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's a fruit. I know. (laughs) Would your brain just reset because I said kumquat? Meredith and I took Philly. (laughs) (laughs) Who'd you take, Dave? I took Philly. Oh, and who's in Angeles? uh, Philly as well. Yep. Yeah, Philly. I love Jeff Saturday, but... I can't see face value. These two teams, they need to bounce back with a win, and Indy should be the perfect team to do it to. It should be. You want to fix um, your running defense? Fucking stop, Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. Well, stop him, or at least try and stop him. Prove that your defense is worth something. 
All right, I'm going to stay with Philly. <laughs> She's making a lot of good points to try I, to sway me the I'm other so, way. And I'm not even trying to. You're not wrong, though. Jonathan Taylor's fucking incredible. Yeah, and if we could barely stop Brian Robinson and, and Antonio and Gibson. And prove that you're not a fraud, as Dave said. He said fraud. I just agreed. Oh, shit. <laughs> I said pu- <laughs> If you want to prove that they're not a fraud. Yes, yes. You said people said that they're a fraud. New York Jets at New England Patriots. Both teams coming off of a bye. I've got the Jets. M has the Pats. I'm taking the Pats. I think, I mean, we're both on a bye. Um, we both are coming off of a bye week, but I think we're in a pretty good position to overtake and get that second spot. It looks like all the females are on the Patriots and... Oh, really? The guys over here are both on the Jets. Now, right. here's a Let's quick question, and we're not going to we're not gonna talk long on it. Um, we're not going to talk long. Whenever you bring up a fucking tangent, it goes on for 10 minutes. Who the fuck does New England start? Zappy. It should be Zappy. It, it should, should be, be Zappy. Zappy. It should be Zappy. You have the number one. Now, going into the bye, you have the number one sack leader. Bring your offense up to that cap. Uh, not number one in terms, but like if you want to have an you know, each side compliment each other. Bring up your fucking Bailey offense. Zappi. Yeah. Zappy. Yeah, you know what the problem is? Mac They're Jones, gonna start Mac Jones. Mac Jones was the first round pick. Mm-hmm. Bailey Zappi was the third? Third or He's fourth? a rookie. He's a rookie too. Biggest- Los Angeles Rams at New Orleans Saints. You picked the Rams? I know because okay. you mentioned it. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. And Stafford might not play. Oh, but what the hell just happened? I just see I see nose everywhere. <laughs> no. <laughs> there used to be a lar in the front over here. <laughs> That's what I feel about this game. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah, New Orleans. It's Andy fucking Dalton or whomever the fuck LA has. I'm gonna go with the Red Rocket. As Alvin is Kamara. 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 Yeah. Well, is Jameis Winston coming back? I don't, I don't know. I don't know why. He's not an IR, I don't think. I just meant in terms of just like general general but either way i have no yeah. idea no nose across the board right nope. yeah nose across the yeah. board detroit at the giants i think we know where meredith this is going. and myself have the giants <clears throat> who does angela have seriously <laughs> dumb question yeah <laughs> it's rhetorical we fucking know she has them 17 and 0 every year and respect respect because i'm the same way um i have the giants though giants Giants. I mean, they have woken up the last couple of weeks. The Lions. No, I, they have. I just can't. It'll be a good game. I, I just think. can't see Dan Campbell getting another road win back to back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think Saquon runs all over him. I think Saquon's gonna have a good game. Vegas at Denver. I pick what? Shitstorm. <laughs> Dude, we are all on Denver. I now I don't know. I picked Denver. D- all right. Here's here's what you have. <laughs> you have Russell Wilson in the armpit that is that team, or you have Josh McDaniels in Crybaby Car. But you have Devontae Adams. Okay, I'll just but stick But you with have Denver. Crybaby Car throwing to him. Yeah, I'll stick with Denver. I don't remember putting But uh, he's fine. crying because his coach is an absolute dipshit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Denver. I'll stay with him. <laughs> I'm laughing at the next. <laughs> Dallas at Minnesota. If Dave Dal- said it last if, week. If Dallas is going to win the division, they have to win their games. Dallas, uh, Dave said last week, if there's any shot that Minnesota loses, he will pack, pick against them. Mm-hmm. And he has. Meredith and myself <laughs> have the Minnesota Vikings Why don't we just say beating it? the Dallas Cowboys. I, I'm, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting in an AT&T Stadium Island right yeah. now. It's 
they just came off a, a really powerful win. They're at home. Dallas just came off a really tough loss. I think that should be telling for Dallas's defense. So Minnesota should be able to shred two back to back to the NFC North. I never say this, but go Dallas, go Cowboys. I fucking hate Typically, both of these teams. So. I hate saying go go Cowboys, but in this case, fuck the Cowboys. Taking I hate the Vikings. both of these teams. Well, clearly you're gonna take the Vikings. Fucking boyfriend's on the other team. Uh, uh, is on the team. We should shout out Kirk Cousins and have him see if he sends us a chain. What up? You didn't see the movement that I did. <laughs> Kirko. Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. <laughs> um, I've who's got the, the Bengals. Who's the starting quarterback for the... Meredith has the Bengals. Who's the starting quarterback for the Steelers? I'm going to say Pickett. Okay, then I'm going Cincinnati. I'm probably going to be pit, Pickett. I'm picking Pittsburgh because TJ Watt is back. And I think that Cincinnati's offensive Cincinnati's line is still off shit. Bye. But Jamar Chase still isn't there and TJ Watt's back. I think he could cause some havoc. I think he could cause some havoc. Joe Mixon will rush all over all right, all Pittsburgh. Um, Angela has uh, Cincinnati. I'll stay on my Pittsburgh Island for now. Kansas City at LA Chargers. <clears throat> KC. KC. Across the board. Yeah. Just like the Monday night game across San the board. San Francisco at Arizona, San Fran across the board. Yeah. yeah. Goes without saying. Cool. Dave, you want to take us home, sir? Thank you all for listening once again to this podcast. For somebody who was supposed to quit, I did talk a lot. <laughs> 73 minutes. 70. We do talk a lot in general. Yes. Yeah. Um, but this has been a Double Dunk Network production. I have been Dave. I have been Josh. I have been Michaela. And we have two words for you. You're fired. <laughs> Fuck you. Doing so, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>